Welcome. We have we have delved deep Welcome. into the into the stacks, the catacombs of Amazon. We've blown to, off the to, dust from the dusty tomes. But where are we? Um and and we've revealed the book that we the devil's threesome your oh, okay. your your <laughs> erotic book club has read. We're covered mm-hmm. in dust, which is um why I'm a little uh I'm a little sneezy this morning. It's not seasonal well, allergies. Also a little sneezy this morning. I am. It's, yeah, it's um it's not seasonal allergies. It's actually just all this fucking dust um that was collected oh. down in the in the in the the archives of Amazon. Can I ask you a question? Yes. And I want I want a like I want a confidence rating along with your answer. Oh yeah, so for I, sure. You know, say how 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 sure are you? No, that, I'm ready. That, that the substance that's currently inside of your schnoz is not yeah. ectoplasmic um uh what would be the word like goo yeah no well i was thinking ectoplasmic um jism like female ejaculate yeah Ooh, god because um, that would be thematically appropriate well, well yeah, I, mean, I mean how confident can we be about anything in this um wide wide this wild world america that we live in I mean, That's I'm a very good question. I'm fairly confident. Like this morning, I I woke up and mm-hmm. my alarm went off, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm not getting up. And yeah. then this like weird, like cold, suffocating presence was on my face. Um, weird. So I feel like it might be a lot of just female juices that have just seeped Gross. into my nose, and now I'm just um, I feel them like- all out. We should probably uh, give some context. Wait, no, I, I still, I'm still, I'm still expecting the answer to Maggie's question. I'd have to say, with about, I want to say like sixty percent confidence that. Are you sure you don't want to bump it up another nine percent? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, sixty nine, sixty nine percent. Why, why, why are you laughing? What's funny? <laughs> yeah, um, I, don't, I don't get it is there something yeah, inherently funny about the number 69 i know sorry i, I don't I, think so i was just I sneezing mean, oh, I just... oh i get it it's it's divisible by three that is funny <laughs> that is that's pretty funny sam is that how you sneeze yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> so your dick farts and your mouth <laughs> no cries. We're, we're leaving that we're leaving that behind in the dust that's something okay. that's something that needs to go back to the catacombs of amazon i think <laughs> Leave that down there. We haven't even really introduced this. <laughs> All of this is to say, I'm Andrew Coles. I'm Maggie I'm Sam- Carr. Damn it. I'm Sam Carr. We'll get it eventually. <laughs> one day, these two chuckle fucks will learn how to not talk over each other. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. I'm just saying that like I should get to go first. No, we've had this debate before. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we've had this debate on the podcast before. So, like... Well, I'm just... Uh, listen, I don't want to, like... I don't want to have this veneer, this facade between us and our listeners. You know, I want to invite them in inside of not just my my evaluation of the books that we read, but like my life. You know. Oh God! Oh, thank God um, that went that that went that could have gone so much worse. <laughs> just like our just like our best selling uh, fly killing episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. our listeners loved being on the inside of that. I'm sure they did. I mean, y'all give me a bunch of shit, but like really what people want is an immersive and connecting experience. Anyway, the book that we read this week, uh, what was it? Lesbian, Lesbian Ghost, Ghost Hunters. Hunters. Book Featuring one. Kate McKinnon. Okay, now that you've said it's uh, Kate McKinnon playing their lead role, I'm a little more interested. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't, see, I couldn't foresee her playing such a character with no character. Or that's true. like personality. Yeah, it's or, true. Like intelligence. Yeah. Um, so it's book one of nine, I believe. It's only about ten thousand yeah. words. Takes a solid twenty minutes to read. A little longer if you get into it, you know. You know what I mean? Or oh. if you have to make comments on all the really stupid lines. Yeah, that too. And it is by Merlin Sloan, I think yes. is mm-hmm. the name. Yep. Yeah, Merlin Sloan. Uh, Merlin Which is, is our second occurrence of the name Sloan in these author names. Mm-hmm. And Merlin is spelled with a Y. Mm-hmm. No swords in the stone here, especially since there's no swords in this story at all. And I'm speaking metaphorically, by which I mean there's no penises. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had uh, an actual lesbian sex scene, I don't think. Well, I mean... In, in the, all of our books. I mean, lesbian CEO. 
There Let's was... be the CEO. There was not like there was there was fluid swappage, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. There was sucking on fingers. Yeah. Yeah, those tense moments in the bathroom where they like made eye contact. And Sam, <laughs> I, I wanna break this to you. <laughs> Lesbian sex is not just making eye contact. Are you sure? I mean, I think it's a big part of it. Um I think we should call Kate McKinnon. <laughs> I don't want to call Kate McKinnon. I... She's the only person who would know for sure. Maybe Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> wow, did you just name you just named the two, two different blonde Tino's. lesbians? Impressive. Uh, Portia de Rossi, another yeah. blonde lesbian. Yep. Good job. Um, you know that's all I got. That's, that's all my you bench got. for the for Hollywood lesbians. <laughs> all right. Oh, Tig Notaro, isn't she gay? Uh, yeah, but Tig doesn't have blonde hair, so sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to dock um a couple points, um from your score. <sighs> Man, is Wanda Sykes gay? Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to. I didn't want to infer someone's or imply someone's sexuality. I think. Just I think it's inferred. You infer someone's sexuality based on the genitals that they currently have in their mouth. That's true. You imply <laughs> their sexuality based on you know precepts that you have. Thank you. I needed the clarification. All right. So let's, okay, let's um, talk about the book. Let's get to the book. Um, it opens up. Uh. It opens up like pretty hog wild. Uh, gets gets right into it. Basically, how Maggie woke up five minutes ago. I would. I mean, I took a shower. Um, Afterwards, thank God. Woo. <laughs> Not just slick with your juices. Yeah, I always take Ew. a cold shower after I wake up, snooze my alarm, and then try to get off before the alarm goes off again. I mean, it, that's a fun little challenge for yourself, you know. To be fair, she did have some help. So our main character, that's the whole thing. Is It starts off with her alarm what going off. What is her name, by the way? I don't remember. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure she has one. <laughs> but anyway. So Jackrabbit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll uh, call her Jack. We'll call her Jackrabbit because um, that's what a different character calls her. Oh my God, Jack, like Jack off. That's so perfect. Yeah. I get it now. She has started to get into this routine where she wakes up snoozes her alarm and then masturbates in the 10 minutes it takes for her alarm to go off again uh, is it um, 10 or 15 because the book is not certain of that point literally two <laughs> lines away from each other one of them says 15 and one of them says 10 and i'm like holy fuck maybe maybe she sets it for 15 and then she's like in her mind like only gives herself 10 minutes to get off sure mm. maybe she's got two alarms set one for like 15 <laughs> minutes later but the snooze itself is 10 minutes sure no i i would believe it yeah but so um the the other part though is she seems to have some help. Um, it's not really clear yet. Some perhaps um, mysterious and uh, uh, ghostly help. Ooh, yeah. ethereal give, phantom. Some sort of some sort of italicized she. Give is me all some. We know uh, give me some ghost noises, boys. Let's hear it. No. Oh no, I don't think so. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. Rattle, 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 rattle. Oh, are those chains? Ooh. Yes. I didn't realize this chains. ghost was into it. Ooh. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a BDSM friendly ghost, which is actually uh, in the story. Yeah. All ghosts love bondage. Yep. All ghosts love electrical nipple stimulation. After the book starts off running, um, we find out that this per- our main character works at this hotel... Uh well yeah she gets off from this ghost and then we find out that this that she works at this hotel, um, where there's yeah, like so high turnover and like a bunch of people working and she has, right. um, over the past few months, uh, become insatiable. Mm, sexually. Sexually. I want to point out it's like a resort hotel and she yes. lives on premises, which yeah. I find to be very strange. I mean that actually I- sounds like a pretty dope deal. Um, yeah, in it my sounds, opinion, it sounds great. She's like a house. She's a housekeeper, and she gets room and board. Like, fuck yeah, dude. But I don't think it works that way. I don't think you can just make your housekeepers live in the hotel. In Lesbian Ghost Hunters, that is this. You need to you need to suspend disbelief for the fantasy, dude. You Fine. know, you need to. You need I don't to. Think there is disbelief, though. I'm pretty sure that is a thing that is what happens. Like with like the. Yeah. What do you think people do for like the hotels that are like in the middle of nowhere? Like the ones out know. in the middle we'll of the just, mountains. We'll like, just have to call Kate McKinnon and find out. I don't, I don't think Kate McKinnon would know this. 
I mean, maybe she does. What do you say? Are you saying Kate McKinnon doesn't know the answer to every question we might have <laughs> about lesbian ghost hunters? I think that's kind of her thing. Uh, that I think is, that's kind of her jam. Yeah, that is sort of her wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. Uh, anywho, I wanted to read a, a fun quote here about smells. Um, lots of smells recently. The fantasy was so real, I could almost catch the scent of cedar and lavender and something musky, like the hint of wet fur. And I'm wondering if it's a ghost of a dog that's getting her off. Oh, gross. Why would a ghost smell like wet fur? Yeah, it's like know. a pretty intense, like, when when somebody just, like, tells me, oh, yeah, like, I smell like wet dog. I'm kind of like, oh, well, that's bad. Like, I don't want to smell yeah. that. Guys, I think I know what it is. So we know. So we find out later, and this is a bit of a jump in spoilers. But spoiler alert! Um, spoilers. That this this is the ghost of a lady who is um just really really attracted to this. Don't main say your don't say your name yet. Hold it. I won't until we get to the actual scene. But so from the description of her outfit that we get later, we can kind. I I mean, I personally would assume that maybe she's from like you know like the 1970s or so which means that maybe she's kind of hairy down there and so like wait who the ghost or yeah, the... the ghost hey okay. sam hey sam and so then listen she's getting, like, hey sam real wet it's... and like hey sam then wet fur it's um mm. it's 2017 um and bush is back hashtag is it hashtag bring I back wish the bush. bush was back imagine how much better of a situation we'd be in if jeb was sitting in the white house right oh now. oh my god <laughs> gross <laughs> Do you think okay, which okay, out of um all the political bushes, uh who do you think got Jenna, uh, the lesbian? There you go. I, was, I don't even know the answer. I don't even know, need to know the question. Well, I was going to say We're who all got, about lesbians today. Who got teased the most for having the last name Bush? Oh, Jenna, Barbara. the lesbian. Barbara. No. Barbara was from she was she didn't even get the name Bush until she was an adult. No one's going around teasing adults like Bush. Bush. Um unless, unless 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 somebody definitely did. Yeah, unless was... no, unless she was already a bush before she married a bush. I'm talking about um kind of a throwback to last week's episode like oh, royal family good. dynamics yes. here. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure but that's that's my theory. That's why she smells like wet fur is because it's an interesting theory. She's a little hairy down there and we as we can tell like she gets very wet. As does our main mm. character. There's just a lot of mm. wetness, like a lot of wetness all around. Yeah, I I would have to say that um, that like a lot of lazy like lazy sex scenes uh between uh women are written where it's just like wet, everything's wet, and it's like cool. Um, that's great. Uh, so you're just not gonna you're just not gonna talk anymore about anything else other than how wet they are great 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 great, great, great yeah i mean when i think about ladies having having the sex that's all i think about really is they must get it's like niagara falls well it's it's more like it's more like buying a little kitty inflatable pool and then they um they're in there in their bikinis and they're rolling around and they're just kind of slipping and sliding all over each other yeah sam i doubt you've dedicated a lot of your brain space it's it's like a slip and slide at a park. Two two lady on lady um sex. I so, have see that's where really. you're wrong. Well, I mean, I dedicated some of it to read this book. Plus, we've had a couple like threesomes and stuff where two ladies like you know are around get wet. They, are they wet. Get, they get wet with each other. I like I like to envision um I like to envision that like they're just sort of like seals, you know, like slick, like their whole body. Oh. Hey, you know, seals, that reminds me. Uh, no, I was going to try to reference something shiny in the distance, but unfortunately there's nothing there. There's there's not a good are we, one. Are we at that point where we can make like insular <laughs> references? I mean, we do have, what, 15 episodes now? I think, I I think we are at that point. I mean, but it's like, should we expect other people to listen to all of them? I feel like we should be more one-off, you know, close arcs unrelated is andrew on his phone right now okay so i was trying to do a gag where i like made my phone ring and then i was gonna be like oh hello kate mckinnon i want to ask you some questions oh, about okay. those, et, et cetera. yeah 
but I couldn't really figure out how to like call someone without actually calling someone. I tried to dial my own number and that didn't work. So I just gave up and I was kind of trying to get back in the swing of things. What were you guys talking about? We we're talking about if we can make insular references or not. Like if we've oh, yeah, yeah. right. Um, no, definitely yes. Okay, I mean, great. Thanks. Andrew said it. Thanks for your um mm-hmm. well, I am, your approval. I'm the, not only the grammar judge, but I am podcast um Czar. Pa- pa- oh. 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 Yes, you're right. That is a cell- that is a telephone call. Let me let me pick that hello, up. Hello. Hello. Hold on, let me put you on speaker. Hello. Oh, well, I've been hung up upon. That was rude. Well, did you really want me to leave it on? <laughs> wow. Way to shatter the illusion. Sam. I'm sorry, everyone. Let's pack it up. Go home. Sorry. All right, no, everybody. Take an early lunch, guys. I thought you yeah. guys. I no, thought... no, 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 no. Just leave the craft services where they are. No, everyone go home. <laughs> no, Sam ruined it. We're going home today, folks. That's a wrap. We'll 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 try we'll play catch up tomorrow. Uh, we'll get we'll get the second director in here. See if you can fix this up. I'm out. I'll be in my hey, trailer. Hey, no, listen, listen. We union, we union, guys. We can't, we can't just not do a day of work. You gotta, you gotta respect the crew. Come on, we, we're Will paid. Please pay the team, they, Thanks, Kate McKinnon. <laughs> was that? Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I figured one of the two of you was gonna do the Kate McKinnon bit. I wasn't gonna talk into the phone while that I was on really the podcast funny, with you. And hard to edit. It would have <laughs> exactly. been great. It would have been terrible. I'm not sure how to do like a Kate McKinnon impression. Well, I think she just sounds like a person. I know yes. she just sounds like a human being, and it's like, oh, I don't know. Well, Maggie, I, I feel like your impression of the of the um, worker on set. Thanks. Um, sorry, was no. Good, right? The worker, the worker who was on set, sounded like Kate McKinnon's impression of. Of a worker Someone who would set. do that. <laughs> exactly. Damn, we're getting we're getting deep in the weeds here. Let's talk about a book that we yeah, read. Yeah, let's, let's for actually once. talk about this book. So this hotel worker um, is insatiable. She's fucking a ghost. It's sort of like this ghost. This ghost has like made her horny all the time. I guess yeah, it's, it's haunting her um, in the sexy way. In the yeah. sexiest haunting I've ever heard of. Um, the sexiest poltergeist. I want to read a little quote here that's kind of um, uh, d- descriptive of the entire book. We'll go for and it. And the author's like insatiable lust for not only lesbian sex, but alliteration. So she says, the, bear- the bare skin of my back tingled as a cool breeze crept over me and pressed itself into my skin. Like a long, lithe body had lain itself softly along- alongside me. And I'm just like alliterative phrases are just they're just cropping up all over the place and honestly i'm not into it why this is not this isn't some like poetic like work i want to see two chicks go down on each other one of whom maybe was a corpse at one time or is a corpse aren't we all corpses uh just animated some like some of us are just animated corpses wow Um, someone's gonna get laid in college what i said someone's gonna get laid in college Um, well, I'm not in college anymore, so. So. Bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of liked the way it was written, though. Um, like it's like a long epic poem. You know, it's like the sort fourth of. installment of Homer's uh Homer's works. Yeah, I mean, I I would see um Odysseus fucking a ghost. I'm pretty sure Odysseus I think he did probably fuck a did. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like 97 percent sure Odysseus had consensual sex with a. F- fucking phantom at some point <laughs> a fucking phantom and that was, it was called a fucking phantom and that's that there's that alliteration again nice mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah um no it's just like i don't know it just seems like this person is not a very good writer and they're like oh alliteration that's the thing i've heard of i'll throw it in my book and it'll make it better sure that's true i yeah i i didn't i didn't actually pick up on it that much but now that you mention it um well, here's here's another line from yeah. from further down the page. Let's the go. fantasy faded, leaving me shuddering, shivering, and spent. And it's like, are you reading this at like a beat poetry recital? Because if so, I'm pretty sure they'd probably all be into it. But like, <laughs> just it's a, also it's a book. I do have to say that like, uh, although this book is only like ten thousand words and does not take that ver- like t- very long to read, it is exhausting. It is like. Yeah, it's- Oh my god, can you like get on with it? Fuck, this is taking a long time. You'll read a line and then a couple lines later you'll basically read the same thing again. And it just smacks of uh, editing failures. 
I, I guess that's fair. I I don't know. I, I guess I read it like an hour ago and nice. I was in the haze of waking up. So sure. I think I, I didn't mind as much because I kind of just glossed over the bits that were boring. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could I could see that. But I was going to say, um, talk about some beat poetry, right? If they read this, everybody beating oh. themselves off. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Well, maybe each other. I don't know. I'm not sure how yeah. beat poetry slams work. I've never been. It could be um, an orgy for all I know. Is um is Are that the sound thumping? of somebody? No, that's the sound of me beating off. Yeah, oh. that's what I thought. You no, should... it's uh everyone always thinks it's it's people snapping, but really it's the sound of uh flesh hitting flesh. Yeah. I was gonna say you you should probably get some like lube or something. That sounds a little dry. dry. Mm, no, I'm a dry guy all the way, guys. Ugh. Oof. Chase. Anywhere, anytime. Well, well, so you well. know who's not dry? Our main character, because she's fucking wet all the time. Like, yep, I don't. She's just masturbating during work, going off into rooms and masturbating. Yeah, this ghost makes her perpetually horny. So she's like, I wish I was a smoker so that I could take more frequent breaks. Um, Nobody believes that you can take a coffee break every hour, which I contest. Um. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Do you, how, do you shit like a lot? Like, well, are see, you that's okay? The thing. I, feel, I feel like you could claim that you're drinking coffee like every other hour and then the off hours you're going to shit out the insides Mm. of your body all of it because i just don't know why on odd hours i drink coffee and then on even hours i poop (laughs) it's very regular (laughs) i'm like a clock i also i instead of instead of uh sugar or cream in my coffee i just pour like half a container of metamucil (laughs) oh jesus (laughs) grainy when I when so I say coffee, I'm actually just drinking Metamucil. You don't drink your coffee. You spoon it. You spoon it up. I enema it. Mm. Oh, now, now yikes. you see coffee enemas. Now there's a concept <laughs> we haven't really discussed on this podcast. Okay, before. coffee enemas. And I'm wondering me, why. Have you seen the video? It's like a t- <laughs> no, it's like a TLC no. My Strange Addiction um, interview mm. where someone is like, I do like four coffee enemas a day. Well, um, that seems excessive. And then they they start interviewing her husband, who is like, "Yeah, at first I was like, this is not a great idea, and now I'm addicted to coffee enemas." <laughs> oh I think God. the turning point. I think the turning point was really <laughs> when her farts started smelling like freshly brewed cup of Joe, and I was just all about that. Um, they show they show them like prepping the coffee, and then um, oh, like God. lying on their bathroom floor. Do you think and, they ever do like and, a cold um, brew coffee I was, enema? I was going to ask, what temperature do you think the coffee is? Because I don't think you can do it when it's like boiling hot. That seems really damaging. I mean, you don't start there. You work your way up to the hot coffee. Oh. No, they, they discuss um, they discuss how you need it to be sort of lukewarm and how it mm. it provides a sort of like rush of uh, of good feeling. Caffeine? Jesus Christ! Mm. Why don't you just do cocaine? It's so yeah. much less well, disgusting. Or like, or like, um, soak soak a tampon in like three five hour energies, and then just shove that up there. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would die. I don't know. After the 15 hours were up, and you fell asleep. Well, no, the 15 hours are up, and then you're dead. Like that's oh, it's, you're it's dead five forever. hour energy. That's how five energy works. You get five hours more. Like that's it. Oh, like you. So it's like it's like that movie with uh, Jason Statham where he's running around uh, putting car batteries on his nipples to keep his heart going. Yeah, or Iron Man. Mm. It's essentially the same thing. Those are, yeah, Man. that's the same. That is Iron Man. I thought. Yeah, is that not the same movie? He goes. He goes around <laughs> stealing cars and then like wiring them up to his nipples so that way his mm-hmm. heart doesn't stop. Yeah, and then he um he gets that uh, defibrillator to keep his yeah. Iron Man suit from exploding. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's twenty six minutes on on our recording, and we're twelve percent into the book right now. We need to <laughs> we okay. need to move forward. Let the um, let out. But coffee enemas. No, Sam, stop it. Oh, we you're can't. so right. No, I really want to go into this. Like, do you think the alkaloids in the coffee are actually beneficial for your system, or do you I think maybe know. you're just but stripping like... away like needed um compounds inside of your digestive tract is what yeah, i would be more like, like, listen, like listen here folks we're not some sort of we're, we don't provide medical advice here none of us are any sort of authority we're snake oil peddles people at best i would just say that like probably don't do enemas i don't think they're mm. like good overall right i mean 
right? They, I mean, they have they, their place. Yeah, they do. And I, I was going to say, I feel like the husband was more okay with coffee enemas when he realized that it meant they could do butt stuff whenever he wanted. I suppose. Um, if she's yeah, doing can, four a day. If right, you're I constantly want... douching, um, it doesn't matter if you are consuming that much coffee because yeah. you're cleaned out. I want next week, I want a live caller. Um, so let's set it up so that we can get that happening. Um, I want a bottom on our show to talk about animals. Oh. Oh. Okay. Like a professional bottom. I mean, we're not some I, I sort of sex of advice podcast. I, I'm thinking maybe we could pivot here. This is a good um, mm. pivot point for our business. I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable pivoting. Um, also. Oh, oh. 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 Hello. Hello. I can't do it. Nah, I'm. <laughs> I was gonna. I was you gonna try to pretend. Out. I was gonna pretend to be like, I don't know, Dan Savage or something, because we're mm. chomping his flavor right now, real hard. Yeah. Real, but, rule number one. Rule number one of comedy: uh, If you don't have a bit, you don't worry about committing to it. Yeah, just, exactly. Just start it. Everyone will get where you're going. Yeah. I also just wanted to call your phone again because I think it's funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Um, rule of threes, you're going to have to call it again. But let's see where we are in the book. Uh, Ghost, she meets someone, uh, yeah. our main character here, named RJ, which is maybe the least sexy name well, ever. She she meets her in a very interesting way. So she's, um, our main character has has gone to the ice room, has um, retired to the ice room uh, for some hanky-panky with a ghost. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, pretty repetitive at this point. The ghost is, you know, doing some uh, some sexy stuff, whatever. Uh, and she, there's like a moment where uh, she's like, "Yeah, the the ghost doesn't like me to wear a bra, so I don't." Which it's like, cool, dude. I mean, chase your bliss. Yeah, man. And uh, she is discovered in the ice room. By the titular. Well, she's not that titular. The titular lesbian ghost hunter, of I course. I think they say her tits are pretty small later, though. So I don't know yeah. if she's that titular. Hey, man. Size does not impact the tit um, titularity of anyone. It's not, about, it's not about size. It's about how you use them. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> I feel like I should say that, like, the word titular becomes less funny when you start... When you, like... When you do make a point of like saying this has the word tit in the word, like it loses, it loses the mystique of just being able to say titular in normal conversation. It's funny because you get to say the word tit without saying tit. Right? <laughs> thanks. Thanks, linguist. I didn't realize. You're welcome. It's very cunning of you. Um, no, so. Don't the... you mean. Don't, don't, coming of me? Oh, I'll fuck. Sorry. Anyway, um, no. But so yeah, she gets she gets seen she gets voyeured um, by RJ. Yes. Which yes. Um, she it then turns her off. She can't finish because she is so embarrassed. Um, sure. But I mean, the, wouldn't you be? Yeah, probably. Um, but R- I want I want to I want to read a description of RJ here. Sure. Go um, for it. She was she was tall and thin with black hair pulled up in a messy clip and eyes so dark that they looked black as well. As, uh, as well as the hair, I guess. She wore a tight crop top, revealing a long, expanse of tanned, toned stomach, which is not the first we hear of her tanned and toned body. It was uh, split by yep. a gold chain that ran from her navel to somewhere below her studded black belt. And I'm yeah. wondering, does her belly button piercing connect to her clit piercing? Oh, I would guess so. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. I think it's just a body chain, brah. I mean... A body chain? Is that like a bondage thing? No, it's, no like, it's just like a little. It's just a little chain jewelry. that you wrap around, and you look sexy and stuff. Um, I'm just wondering. She's 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 supposed to be working here, and like, mm-hmm. how, okay, if you're pierced and you have a chain connecting your belly button hole and your clitoris, yeah. or perhaps some other element of your uh, genitalia, you don't get your clit pierced. You get the hood pierced. Well, okay, yes, yes, fair enough. Um, good point. Uh, but I'm just, I'm saying, just saying, if you have getting, a, getting if you have your a hook, cl- getting your clit pierced would be pretty gnarly. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have, I'm if sure you have a chain have connecting it. these two elements of your physiology, yeah, and yeah. you're going to work in a kitchen, which is yes. uh, supposedly what she's uh, doing here at this resort, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, like, that is a disaster in the making. Oh, well, yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, wait, I, I think I found it, guys. There's a point where she checks her watch. So I think that's just her watch chain. I think she just oh, has a... Oh, that makes so much more sense. It's a it's a pocket watch oh. of sorts, except it's in her, like, nature pocket. In her... Yeah, in her nature's pocket. Yeah. Ooh. That you think sounds it has to be waterproof? pointy. Mm, yeah, definitely. Have you seen how wet people get in this book? Mm. Oh, yeah. That thing the, needs to survive she... a flood. Like, yeah. it needs to be it's wearing like a raincoat. Shining... It's like the shining elevator scene, <laughs> but not with blood. But with, with the other vaginal juices. Mm, mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Which is primarily composed of plasma. Did you guys know that? Like blood plasma. I thought yeah, it was urine. Yeah, sure. Yep. No, you say you're right. It's it's urine and just a little bit of um, okra juice, which is why all women need to eat okra to keep <laughs> oh. themselves lubricated. What are we doing here? Um, <laughs> no, we're getting um, real fucking off track. Anyway, what happens is that RJ is like, oh, you, uh, you banging a ghost? <laughs> um, <laughs> and our main character is like, I guess. And then eventually RJ is like, okay, well, I'll help you. And this is, this is after, no, this is like during, during RJ's shift, they go into the, like the refrigerator yeah. Um and have a conversation there about ghosts and then after she after she quote unbent herself from over a box of cabbages, which is the most fucking awkward <laughs> sentence I've ever read in my entire life. Um and then after after her shift, they have another discussion where RJ gets naked. Maggie, wait, wait. Uh we need to move faster. I just <laughs> gotta go fast. Um no, I just wanna point out the word tit show. Um, because sure. I've never heard that before. Like it's oh, never yeah. been. Oh yeah, she um RJ is is like I enjoyed the tit show, and it's like hmm okay. <laughs> but yeah, so now they um that would be a really good like David Attenborough nar- narrated National Geographic documentary about like little tiny birds. Yeah, about tits. There is another in the in the freezer or whatever um they also have a little scene where rj instructs our main character about how to say the word cunt oh that was pretty great this is actually a pretty fun passage here i'll read it out here we go your cunt rj repeated she drew out the word like a sigh her tongue ring clicking the final ta against her front teeth your hot wet slick dark tight little cunt Vaginas are for five-year-olds, which is un- not a great thing <laughs> to say. That's not really true. I would say budginas, maybe. <laughs> and pussies are for men. That secret little sanctuary you have hidden between your legs, that's your cunt, honey. Horrible. I would say vaginas um, are for doctors. Vaginas are for doctors. Um, private parts and, are for five-year-olds. And, um, and vaginas. Anyone- and I prefer the word pussy because it's a little bit um, cuter, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Vajazzling is for the Kardashians. <laughs> Kardashian? Kardashians. Uh, sorry, I actually legitimately like had like a mini seizure where my tongue just didn't work. I meant Kardashian, <laughs> but yes. I was going to run with it and pretend like I was trying to do it with a New Jersey accent. <laughs> you were, you were going to try to turn it into a joke. Where instead- saying, this is not a joke podcast. This is a serious literary review of people fucking ghosts. <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, anyway, no. let's this- keep up. Let's keep up with the. F- homosexual <laughs> ghosts here R- rj basically pressures our main character into saying the word cunt a couple times yeah uh and then the scene ends there you go um so later later they meet at, um like at what four in the morning or some bullshit wait, wait, wait. there's a there's some ghost hunting they have a meeting in the in their like staff locker room or something uh where rj R- gets nude yeah rj um is changing out of her chef's uh, outfit, I don't know, uniform, whatever. Sure. Uh, and our main character has already like, noticed a couple times that RJ was like definitely naked underneath her clothes, which is like, duh, because that's how clothes work. Because that's how yeah, lesbian that's how chef's work. clothes work, though, because they're mondo uncomfortable, and you would not want to be nude under them, but whatever. I mean, what if... I mean, I cook naked a lot, but maybe that's because yeah, it's not- the summertime. You don't cook naked with a chef coat and chef pants over your nudity. Well, that's in just a, being a... clothed. Like, the, like I just yeah, find that's it... what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, you don't, you don't, you wouldn't go commando in your chef's outfit because it would be very uncomfortable. 
I find it, I just find it sort of like awkward when people are like, oh, they're definitely naked under there. And it's like, well, yeah, that's how, that's how clothes work. That's how the non-Mormon world functions. I like how you guys are upset that we're not going fast enough. And then you get distracted by the fact <laughs> she wasn't wearing clothes under her chef's outfit, which is like a minor detail. Under her clo- She wasn't wearing clothes under her clothes. No. Okay. So they start talking about ghost hunting. Um, yeah. Because RJ is ghost hunting. <clears throat> you know, uh, RJ is apparently an expert. And so our main yep. character uh, describes the fact that she has been essentially um, just haunted to... Oblivion, I know. Ghost. Yeah, the sex Haunted, ghost who yeah. and she she claims she's preying on her, so she feels very assaulted by the sex ghost. Well, not not, but also she um she feels she likes it, but she's also like I can't do my job because I'm so horny all the time. Mm-hmm. So RJ lets us know that the way to get rid of a haunting is apparently to get the ghost off, give them give mm-hmm. give the poor girl a last hurrah. Which is really a great message for all of our um, house housekeeping lesbians out there is that if you're being, you know, pursued by someone who just is constantly barraging you with unwanted or perhaps um, unrequested sexual uh, like uh, acts, I guess the the best thing you can possibly do is to just you know give them what they want and just you know you know have sex with them finally. Um, and then we get to look at some ghost hunting equipment. So yeah, okay, this this ghost hunting equipment though. <laughs> the first one, and I am so pissed about this because it's definitely like the most like, uh, uh, God, what is it called? The the gun in plays smoking gun, Chekhov's uh, gun, Chekhov's gun. Because yeah, it's so this thing is like a dildo gun kind of thing. It's like yeah, uh, it, it has so. Essentially, here, I'll just describe it here. It yeah, looked, read the description. Let's hear it. It looked pornographic, though not in any modern sense. It reminded me of one of those ancient dildos, all bronze and steel, complete with hand crank. Okay, hold on, pause. <laughs> dildos don't have hand cranks. Ancient dildos especially, they hadn't perfected the gearing technology required for hand cranked okay. vibrators. Give me just a Which second. are not dildos. My... They're different things. What are you beeping? Oh. My my fire alarm's going off. Give me a second. Oh my oh, god! Fuck. We uh, did it, folks. We got so steamy that we transcended the audio medium and set off a, a fire detector. Um, my my roommate just burned some stuff, so we're fine. Yeah, so so we just had a break. This episode is too hot to handle. Too hot for men. Anywho, you should just read the description of this thing. Yeah. Um. Start after hand fucking crank, which I'm still mad about. <laughs> it had a black rubber grip and the rod was perfectly straight and smooth like a fancy minimalist vibrator on the side in what looked like sharpie was labeled in cruise script g-spot finder <laughs> the g stands for ghost <laughs> or maybe it stands for ghost genitals well so the, the main character asks what it's for and then rj says it's a sensor like a divining rod and then she's it helps me find ghosts which i don't believe that at all like it yeah. definitely just sounds like a sex toy um <laughs> yeah also um and i'm pretty she... sure divining rods are not pronounced divining but you know okay well and... i'm gonna look it up let's find out cause... and then rj pulls out like a gallon of lube and it's like what is happening <laughs> I, no, here's here's what I'm what thinking. I'm thinking this? these are perfectly innocuous-looking ghost hunting devices, which we've all seen and encountered in our day-to-day life. Sure, sure, but, sure. But um, uh, uh, our main character has just been so primed by the ghost to think about everything sexually. Like, the ghost has invaded her brain, and everything she sees is sex-related. So she sees this perfectly natural um, ghost eye jelly and um, <laughs> uh, divining rod as just uh, as just mere sexual tools. Yeah, um, it's bas- it, like, from what I understand, oh, here we go, here we go. She pulled out a large clear bottle from the ba- out of the bag as well. It was the soft squeeze kind with a pop-top lid. Lube? She grinned. From what I saw in the ice room, that's not something you'll have to worry about. No, this helps me see the ghosts. They have no problem interacting, but you can't see them unless you want, unless they want you to. Oh, that's the wrong. That's the wrong too. Or with help from this, she hefted the bottle. Dab on your eyes, and you'll see the pests as clear as day. 
Ghost eye jelly. That maybe it's yes. the right to. Maybe it's if they want you to also. Oh. You have to want them oh. and they also have to want you. Well, in that case, there should be a comma there. So I didn't understand that. The like, l- like, it's this gross jelly that you put on your eyes and then it helps you see ghosts. What? <laughs> That's how ghosts work. Ugh. It's actually. Pro- I bet it's. I bet it's collected ghost um, vaginal lubrication, and you just rub it on your eyes. Yeah. This is the this is the mythos that we're entering into here. You know, this is like some world building. We don't know how mm. these ghosts work, okay? Well, there there are referenced other planes, P L A I N S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I got that too, which I, I also made a note of plane. that. I was mm, like wrong plane, us. huh? We should we should change our we should change the name of the podcast to Three Pedants. <laughs> <laughs> to, to three people who get way too upset about um misspellings like, and misspellings and mistakes. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Three pedants. You know what they say? Bre- uh, brevity is the soul of being really, really funny. So if you can, if you can make it shorter, do it. And if you can make it yeah. longer, try not to, because you should shoot for the shorter one. Wow. Are you, you talking about what? penises? That was no. Brief. I'm just talking about Maggie's comedy philosophy. Oh. You're very rude. <laughs> anyway, we have to keep moving because we are definitely going real slow through this book no um, we're like almost done at this point like there's one more big scene yeah so the last item the last ghost hunting item is a blue spotlight um which yes. apparently traps the ghosts um mm-hmm. which yeah. this is a little confusing to me so i'm just gonna read it and then we can um quickly move past it um this traps them if they're in the circle of light they can't leave well they can physically leave the light then vanish but that's rare Usually they're too busy to consider leaving. All ghosts are are performers, and they know that when the spotlight's on, that's their one chance to shine. Find your light. Find your light. So she said, if they're in the circle of light, they can't leave. But she said, but they can physically leave the light and then vanish. So like, what? Like, so yes, they can leave. Like, so it's not that they can't leave. It's just that they can't leave. Right. Like they can leave, but they can't. So yes. they can and can't. <laughs> yes, it's, it's pretty easy. It's it's a it's a meta it's a meta uh, metaphysical kind of thing. They both can mm. and cannot leave the light. Yes, and it's just it's different versus uses of can. If they have um, big cans, then they definitely cannot leave the light. Yes. So RJ uh, then, I guess, um, convinces our main character, who she has nicknamed Jack Rabbit, a longer version of the nickname, my juicy little Jack Rabbit to be bait for this ghost uh, mm-hmm. so they set up they set up a sting to uh find the ghost uh it's like a uh, they go to like the big ballroom of the hotel um in the middle of the night it seems uh and uh set up this light and then uh our main character is told to strip by rj um and she does so seductively it takes like fucking four pages for her to <laughs> disrobe. Yep. It's um it is long and unnecessary. So the idea I think she's the idea is that she's like seducing the ghost to come play around with her. Um but we already established earlier in the book that the ghost is super horny for oh. it. Oh, is oh. there a phone call? Phone call? Whoa, oh, that hello? is loud. Yeah, uh, this one is actually not from Sam. It's from my uh, work boss. So you guys just keep talking and I'll take this. Okay. Hi, Kate McKinnon. Hello. Oh, oh so you're talking on the podcast. Okay. Oh, so. Oh, oh, we yeah. can kind of hear the guy. We. You should probably. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Sounds good. They're going to be fighting over those, over those medium-sized clothes. I was going to say, do they have to wear clothes underneath them is the real yeah, question. They, that is a very good question. Because Andrew is a hotel chef. Um, yeah, mm, that's true. I am, actually. I have a, I have a lot of experience in this uh, particular field. Andrew, why did you take that call on the podcast? That's like unusable audio. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> no, was going to have you guys usable. continue talking about whatever the hell you were talking about, and then I cut my part of it out, and which I'm going to have to do anyway. So let's just okay. keep going. I, I don't okay. know. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, we'll so, so they're in the middle, like she's taking off her clothes, um, yep, yep, and then, yep. uh, RJ is watching her, but she gets, she eventually gets over that because then the ghost shows up, um, yep. and starts. And we, we, f- we finally get to see the, um, the true, uh, visage of this ghost. She is dressed up, um, like a maid, uh, like a, a maid French for maid. this, a maid for this hotel. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
assumedly. Crazy. I know, right? Her name tag says Susan. Susan the oh, ghost. What a sexy ghost name. Yep. And apparently she's gorgeous. The main yes. character really, the main really character is looks. really enthralled, which could partly be ghost magic. It's true. We don't know. It could be it could be ghost magic. They I don't know. They do some they do some stuff. Like, I mean, <laughs> we should talk about it, right? Cuz that's the whole point of this podcast. Like I guess. So, yeah, the the ghost um starts playing with her uh her clit a little bit, and then eventually we get um some oral down there. She gets her mouth all over her clit along with some fingers. So she's got her like cool ghostly fingers inside her very very hot vagina or cunt, I guess is what they want us to say. And then uh the main character uh orgasm she gets off and then she takes her turn on the ghost doing pretty much the same thing um yeah as we've already discussed repetitiveness is this book's strong suit perhaps but there's a lot of temperature descriptions in this because the ghost is very cold and the main character is very hot very very hot temperature wise and there's just they just like tangle up um where it's just like, wow, how are you how are you getting your arm to do that sort of stuff, sort of thing. Um, but I mean, you go, you gotta suspend your disbelief. It's a ghost. You know, I was really reminded of that scene um, in the original Ghostbusters. I feel like we it's sort of required that we do talk about it because we're talking about ghost sex, uh, where Dan Aykroyd gets um, gets uh, by not ghost. seduced. He 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 receives fellatio from a ghost. It is true. He's he's asleep also, so it's kind of implied that it is not really consensual. Except when he does make that um, face that he makes, the face yeah. that haunts my nightmares, um, <laughs> you can kind of tell that he's into it. It's funny that it haunts your nightmares because it's from Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. that's just, that I, think, I um, think that was the joke. Um, I like the recreation of that scene in the new one uh, when Kate McKinnon gets uh, cunnilingus from a ghost. Wait, that I thought was, it was a little blue, but that was you know, this though, right? They decided to leave it in, so I thought that was this. This is from the reboot of Ghostbusters. Yeah, this is the novelization of the scene in which, in the new Ghostbusters, in which Kate McKinnon has sex with a lesbian ghost. Yes, okay. I mean it. Kind of, it kind of bums me out that in 2017 we don't we don't get to see that. I know, right? We don't get to see the film directors make a, an improbable, <laughs> weird, horrifying. <laughs> And and just downright uncomfortable decision with their movie. Well, I mean, Kate McKinnon is Kate McKinnon is objectively um, more palatable than Dan Aykroyd. I in, don't in, in I any situation. Want to take umbrage with that statement. How specifically so? the objective and the palatable? And Dan Aykroyd is a hot piece of man meat, and Kate McKinnon is just a hot piece. Like um, she doesn't have that. She doesn't have that crucial man meatiness of Dan Aykroyd Dan that you Aykroyd. really that you really require from a main uh, character. Like it's. I'm sorry. She's just. She just doesn't have the same. Um, I don't know. She, Dan, Dan Aykroyd's hot. Dan like Aykroyd he's, he's is an old man. blowhard whose main oh, yes. form of whose main form of money is probably coming from his skull vodka, and he believes in aliens. Like that's my for fetish. real. Is that a bad thing? Well. I'm not saying that... Uh, okay, it is... Maggie, you're yucking some yums right now. Yeah, you're yucking my Dan Aykroyd fetish. You're yucking my alien-believing yums. It is perhaps... Um, it is perhaps arrogant to say that we are alone in this universe, and I would I, I would not claim any sort of knowledge on whether aliens exist or not. I'm just saying that Dan Aykroyd is probably wrong most of the time. Mm, I don't know. Did you see Nothing But Trouble? <laughs> Where are we right now? Like, fuck. <laughs> Lean into it. Lean into this. Um, no. Can we finish the book? Because this, there's yes. a review I want to read that is sure. Buck Wild. Okay, yeah. Okay. So um, the ghost and her have sex. She takes all the ghost's clothes off while they're having sex. There's a lot. There's a long sex scene in this book. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, thankfully. I was like half the way through it and I was like, fuck, dude. I still have like 12 minutes left of this book. According to my Amazon app, like I am just well. Luckily, exhausted. luckily, the last like ten pages are all her like review or excerpts from her other books, so you're fine. But um, there is one thing I wanted to point out: the ghost has a puffy slit 
Mm. Which is yeah. gross. Um, well, uh, Sam, um, it's engorged with blood. Yeah, it's well, it's because the blood rushes down there and everything gets just a little bit um, puffier. Which, sorry. Well, it reminded me of the when Khloe Kardashian is a guest judge on RuPaul's okay. Drag Race in season six, I think, where she's talking right. about her like puffy puss. She's oh, like, that's bad. Because she can't wear like the pleating in front or whatever because her puss is too puffy, and she keeps saying the word puss, and it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> like, puss. it's really gross. Do you well, think that's why Puff Daddy's name is what it is? Yes, puff Daddy. <laughs> he puffs things because he's he's the daddy of all puff. <laughs> sexual, well, sexual puff. And uh, one one fun fact about this ghost. Um, before we move forward to the very end of the book. Apparently, like while the ghost is like ice cold everywhere else, her um, her, her vagina uh, is actually less is ice a cold. little a little warm. Yeah, comparatively. So I, I that was the only other thing about this. I'm not like, did they ever? It didn't feel like they ever really established the rules of how corporeal ghosts can be. Oh no! no. Well, she could feel she could feel the ghost. Right, but it mm-hmm. sounded like earlier in the book there were times when like the ghost would like have its mouth on her and she would also like have her hand in like the same place hmm. or like yes. she would like like go to sort put her of. hands on the ghost head or whatever like this i don't is know probably something that comes up in um books two through nine of the series the rules about ghosts yeah so anyway so they they have they they both um orgasm so it's our main character second time and the ghost's first time and then the ghost um thanks her which is nice um, and then just disappears. So she's she's been released from her mortal coil because she finally orgasmed. There are some interesting metaphors here about like dandelions and like mist. Oh yeah, the, on the ocean. dandelion. Yeah, this, there's something there like she dispersed like the seeds from a dandelion clock, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> yeah, about? what is a dandelion <laughs> clock? Like, was that a typo? Is dandelion clock a phrase that I've never heard before, or what? I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure it's like, um, the the stem of a dandelion. So not the actual part that has all the stuff on it. The clock yeah. is the is the stem and the roots. Is that a is that a name? Is that a a, a part of flora and fauna? A clock hi, of a hi. Of a I'm plant? dandelion clock. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia, and I am a ghost. Uh, I go hi. by Susan. Because uh, dandelion's too long to fit on old timey name tags. Hi, it's me, Dandelion Clock. Don't don't you worry a, a smidgen about haunting. So apparently, Dandelion Clock is the correct is the correct uh, thing. But apparently, it's you can use it to tell the time. What? Hmm. I don't know. It's like by blowing it, I guess you can tell oh. time or something. Legend has it that the number of breaths it takes to blow off all the seeds of a dandelion globe that has gone to seed is the hour number. No. I I feel like that's kind of like the how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. I I don't yeah. think that's true. Okay. Uh at the very end of the book, she uh goes to, to to find RJ in the morning. She can't find her. Uh she's supposed to be working. She runs out into the parking lot. RJ is about to leave in her red convertible shitty car. I don't her remember. Chrysler what it was. Chrysler LeBaron. LeBaron, yeah. Um and, with wood and paneling. That yeah, car with sounds wood fucking dope. It's a definitely a Ghostbuster car for sure. Um, and then she gets, she's like, uh, "Bus is loading, Jack Rabbit or something," and um, um, she's just like, "Hey, let me let me go back inside to get like my wallet and yeah, clothes. my my wallet and my five hundred dollars of my five hundred dollars that I've made working here. I need to go back inside and get my wallet with five hundred dollars in it." And fucking RJ's like. <clears throat> Doors open now, kid. Tra- In twenty yeah, minutes, I'll be trains, twenty minutes down the highway. Trains leaving, folks. And it's like you're—you could use that five hundred dollars for gas and food and ghost jelly. Yeah, That's I true. had the same—I had the same reaction. I was like, "What's your revenue stream, there, RJ? You're definitely not getting paid for like the one day of work where you like got all your—you got your sweaty body inside of the uniform without any, any sort of barrier. Uh, did like half." A, a shift of work and when you were in the refrigerator you a- you were asked to get the crudite and you did not so you're clearly a horrible employee yeah she's probably fired honestly and probably just was like trying to get out of there to cover her tracks like how do we even know she's a real ghost hunter maybe she's just a shitty chef who abducts people 
that actually could be very likely because I don't think her ghost hunting equipment is um uh FDA regulated. Yeah, I don't, it's not <laughs> above the board for sure. So can we can we go through the the series, the lesbian ghost hunters series? Yes. Number one, wake up call. That was this one. Number two, carnival games. Number three, nursing wounds. You're seeing a pattern here, I bet. Number four, none too gently, N-U-N. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> number five, tied in knots. Ooh, I wonder what they're doing there. Uh, number six, the road to hell. I bet they're going to hell, comma, Michigan. Um, number seven, high spirits. Uh, bartending? I don't know. Number eight, club dead. That's not an original title. Go to hell. Uh, number nine, the ghost of a chance, which I don't know what that one would be about, but it's the uh, final one, so... Well, I would say in the final one, um, RJ and Jack Rabbit finally get together um, instead of fucking ghosts. It wasn't um, the ghosts who I wanted to fuck the whole time. It was you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was, they only have sweet. a ghost of a chance of having a relationship that lasts longer than like a day. Mm, yeah. Actually, they're really incompatible just as people. Yeah. Because our character doesn't even have a name. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she is so empty of any sort of personality. Yep. God. Yeah, let's then, let's do some review stuff. Yeah, we do we do get some interesting excerpts oh, from yeah. other books by Merlin. There's one called Tail. Half human. Which I think is about a merman. I think yes. it is too. But he doesn't have uh, a penis, merman. so it's about a merman, actually. A merman. And then um we get her author's note, which I'll read here. About the author. Merlin Sloan was born in Eastern Europe and moved to the United States at an impressionable young age. Now she trolls the Eastern Seaboard for lovers and story inspiration. She's a fan of paranormal and science fiction and loves humor, even in the most serious of sexual situations. Email her with questions, comments, commendations, or corrections at merlinsloan.com. (laughs) Or follow Uh. her on Twitter at merlinsloan. For announcements and sneak peeks. Eh. Um, I find it interesting that it's like, she's like, yeah, feel free to correct me because I don't have somebody beta reading or an editor. Don't worry about it. I don't even read it. I just type it and it goes straight to Amazon. Okay. I, speaking I of. type it. I type it in a, in a fever dream mm. uh, spurred on by, by ghosts. <laughs> I type it while I'm being possessed by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> mm, a delectable story with some really hot action and amazing characters by Jay Johnson on June 12th, 2014. Now, before I read this review in its entirety, which I'm not going to do because it's four paragraphs long. <laughs> Holy shit. Longer than the book. I thought Basically. There, are only, there are only two reviews for this book on Amazon, right? Yeah. And one of them, one of them is almost as long as the book itself. Uh, four stars. First you should read foremost, the whole thing. Is, read the whole thing. Do oh it. Oh my God. It's going to take like 20 minutes. First and foremost, I'm just going to read some good quotes. Uh, First and foremost, this is one sexy trip and mind flip, too. Um, The lesbian ghost hunter this book references calls herself RJ. She comes with a sense of humor and edge, plus a very penetrating leer. Uh, Frankly, I think that leer pumps up her edge a bit. Um, (laughs) I agree. uh, She's edgy. I was certainly stunned by the ending. However, that did not take one whit away from this being a super sensual hoot. Marvelous. Um, the main woman has no name. I wish she had a name. <laughs> Speaking of beat, beat poetry. Nevertheless, she is clearly of working age. What a Woo. weird thing to say. She oh, moans that she feels as if she's currently doing the work of four housekeepers. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the invisible partner makes all kinds of demands. Life for our nameless housekeeper at the resort has taken a most interesting turn. Oh, my goodness. I feel the need for a tall, icy, cool beverage. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Every 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 paragraph, by the way, ends with another exclamatory word. So the first one, marvelous. <laughs> Extraordinary. Fantastic. And then the final one is delectable. Uh, wow. But yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, the later on. Thank goodness for my tall, icy, cool beverage. It's both tall, uh, cool, and icy. Mm-hmm. Or triply. Uh, I certainly recommend this for readers who like their action very hot and their ghosts sexy and entrancing, which who doesn't? I mean, honestly. He just basically summarizes the entire book um, better than we did. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Did Merlin wait, Sloan wait, 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 write wait, that wait. review? Motherfucker. I was going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, on the count of three, we both say what our conspiracy theory is. <laughs> We were Aliens both say, Merlin Sloan wrote that review because it is very badly written, just like her book is. 
and and overdrawn and etc. Tall. Dan Aykroyd was right all along. Oh, astounding! I was just saying my conspiracy theories. Marvelous. <laughs> Marvelous. Superfluous. <laughs> Um, is there? Should we read the other review? Um, I, I I don't know. You can if you want. I didn't think it was very funny. This is what happened in this book. Well, uh, I am. I have not moved from uh, the spot that I am at for about the past hour of recording. Uh, completely lying down. I don't play. I'm not going to reach over. I'm not going to. I'm not sure. going to scroll no, through fine. these reviews. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. It's the the important <laughs> part is that this is a light, short, and sexy read. That's the beginning of a series. So let's do our reviews. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm going to give this five nameless characters out of seven. Because I actually, wow. like, as much as as much as you guys, like, I mean, you guys have brought up some very good points about how it's poorly written and how it is very boring and how the main character doesn't have a name, um, which I didn't realize when I read it the first time. But um, I, I don't know. I actually liked it, though. I felt like it was, um, I mean... In comparison to what we read last week, like anything would have been good. So sure, uh, this was this is a welcome, refreshing, like adults. Even if one of them was a ghost, and the rules of ghosts were not really explained, um, having sex. Like I don't know, I I liked it. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was sexy and a little fun to read. What did we read last week? The incest one. <laughs> oh, the incest one. Oh, that was pretty bad, huh? Uh, my review is uh, a marvelous out of fabulous. Whoa. <laughs> Shooing her own conventions. <laughs> We've finally gotten to her, Sam. I know. Yeah. Now we're going to have to start doing real ones to make fun of her. I mean, for like a long time, I was upset that y'all didn't really want to take stuff seriously. But I've also... um. I've just realized that like professionalism is a veneer for uh any person. You know, I don't I don't want to live my life lying to myself. I want to live my truth. I like this difference. I like this arc um that post graduated <laughs> Maggie Carr has made from her her uh desperate clinging to the edifice of professionality or, or what have you. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Her, her complete rejection of all that is uh standard and I mean, I, you know, I'm uh, I'm living kind of a laid back life these days. I'm kind of yeah. like this cool time relax guru. So well, get I'm on board. really anxious to see where this um, character development arc goes next week anyway. on the Devil's Threesome. Um, before what about we your wrap review? up, I'm gonna review yeah. this book. Calm down, chill, chill. Go, chill. go for um, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna rate this book in terms of degrees. Um, like degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius, Temp- perhaps. Yeah, temperature. Um, yes, maybe maybe Kelvin, which are not degrees, but just Kelvin. Um, but I think I'm gonna go for a, I think I'm gonna go for a nice um a nice balmy, maybe like a 73 degrees Fahrenheit. You oh. know, twenty uh, percent humidity. It's pretty nice out. You know, it's it's uh it's not hot. You know, it's not. I mean, it is hot, but it's also icy because like the hotness is the sex, which is you know decent. It's not bad. Um, yeah. And then, and then the icy is just kind of the dumbness of the of the plot. So yeah, nice, yeah. balmy. Yeah, can we can we wrap this up? I have a I have an appointment with the ghost that lives in my house. Um, oh, fun! Getting getting a little rowdy over here. So now, when you ejaculate into his mouth, does it like hover there and then like <laughs> like in Casper when he eats the egg, or oh, does gross? Does you it just, just like Casper for everyone? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Well, we, uh, we we needed to get a Casper reference in there somehow in this book about um, ghosts. Casper the fuckable ghost. Yeah. <laughs> if a ghost is over, if a ghost is of a child, but it's like mm-hmm. 2,000 years old and you have sex yeah. with it, are you a pedophile? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep. That wasn't even, that's not a philosophical exercise, Maggie, and I just immediately had an answer. <laughs> well. It's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how philosophy works. Yep. You get three people on on a call, and then t- if two of them agree, then that's the new then that's position. How, then yep, then the then you, it gets stamped um, in the book of philosophy as true. And so. what are we doing here on the Devil's Threesome, if not waxing philosophical about sex, life, and oh, I don't know the metaphysical nature of our true reality? <gasps> Guess who's getting another oh. phone call? Oh, it's Sam. Hello. He didn't answer, so... Yeah, I hung up on him that one. Um, I've been Andrew Coles. 
I've, I've been, been Maggie Carr. Carr. Damn Fuck it. Sam. <laughs> God damn it. I went first in the beginning, so I should... Ah. If we just, if we, if we get, if we ever get a good one, I'm just going to cut it and put it at the end of all the episodes. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook if you search for The Devil's Threesome Podcast or go to facebook.com slash podcast with the number you can, three. You can find us on Twitter at tdthreesome. Our Gmail is The Devil's Threesome all written out at gmail.com if you want to talk to us personally maybe send us a book that you think we should read um i have gotten recommendations from a few folks which i do have to thank them for a lot of uh a a lot of intriguing titles about milking um and breeding now that seems a little strange we might have to we might have to explore that further yeah i think that i think that's everything don't forget to um leave us a review on whatever pod app you use also uh, t- tell a friend <laughs> about this. Yeah, please do. About this horror show of mm-hmm. a podcast. Not maybe not like a really close friend, in case they just like hate it and then don't want to be friends with you anymore. You know that nice lady at the bank that you've been talking to, and you guys kind of have been flirting around a little bit. Tell her about it. You're try- you're trying to evaluate like what's what's their sexual deal. Say, hey, 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 lady at the bank, listen to this podcast about sex books and then tell me what you think about it. Tell me what you think about it so that we can connect on uh, maybe, a, maybe a more emotional level. Or maybe a more physical level. Oh, Maybe okay. a more genital-based connection. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, use us as a seducing tool. Thanks for listening. If you're a bank customer, if you're a teller and um, a customer has given you this and you are interested, then um, next time you give them next time you give them their change, do it in all uh, quarters. And if you're mm-hmm. not interested, do it in all nickels. So all right, well, you heard it here. Um, if you get all if you get all nickels, uh, sorry that you've just been given a bunch of dead weight. Um, Ugh, yeah. Put hey, them in a know. sock and you've got a weapon. Anyway, the music is playing, I'm sure. Um, I'm not even... <laughs> like. The, I, think, the... I think this audio is just living on on Andrew's hard drive. <laughs> the, Forever. <laughs> the music Never is to by be Andrew Coles. Fuck, we, got, we didn't get that in again. Oh, well. Wait, what? No, the I music. said my name first. No, the music is by you. Oh, yeah, the, I don't really care. Okay. Well, I do, but... <laughs> <laughs>